welcome to uh, episode three of the year one uh, campaign, D&D campaign. It's a solo campaign, although uh, it uses a GM emulator, but um, I'm mainly playing Bruce uh, Wayne and uh, my co-host John, who's coming in later, or mainly playing uh, Gordon, or Gordonson, because it creates this dynamic between the two characters. Uh, we don't know how this is going to play out as it's using a GM emulator, there's loads of videos on YouTube, so how that works. And, um, yeah, um, I'm currently, um, for those who listen on YouTube, I'm currently exporting episode 2 again, because it's only um, yesterday that I realised I, <laughs> when I um, uploaded it to YouTube, the last, like, the, the last 10 minutes of the episode just were cut. Uh, the audio kind of corrupted at the end, so there was just like this static noise. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that, but um, yeah, I'll, I'm exporting a new video, so that should be up soon. But then uh, I'm recording this before the Forgotten Fate episode four, I think we're on now. Um, as this will be uh, that will be uh, released on Saturday. This comes out Sunday, but I'm actually recording it before I record the Forgotten Fate one. I'm enjoying this campaign too much. Uh, so, uh, last episode, um, it ended with uh, Gordon arresting this ninja vigilante. It was Bruce Wayne in this League of Shadows outfit, but Gordon didn't know that. He arrests this vigilante. The vigilante causes a, the car, a car crash to escape, and it ends with Bruce uh, falling unconscious in a dumpster in Gotham. That he's hiding from the police and he falls unconscious from uh, losing too much blood. Um, yeah, it wasn't in our favour last episode. It was kind of in Gordon's up until the end. Hopefully we can uh, change things this time. But yeah, without any further ado, uh, let's start today. Let's move into scene one. So, with this scene, I'm planning on it taking place after last episode's uh, cliffhanger of being unconscious in a dumpster. So, um... I'm just having a look at the character sheet now. So the chaos factor is down to seven. I've got one hero point and one HP. Hopefully Alfred can heal Bruce up a bit. So see one. So we've got a positive relationship with Alfred Pennyworth, our butler. Melvin White, who in episode one is the guy we met who's in the Red Hood gang. And then we've got minus reputation with uh, Lieutenant Howard Brandon, who's in charge of GCPD. SWAT team, Detective Gordon, Detective Bullock, all at minus because of our introductions to them. Uh, our current threads right now, uh, our current mission objectives if you will, uh, stop the Red Hood gang, become the Batman and become friends with Gordon. That's kind of where we're at and uh, if you listen to last episode, uh, the Gordon thing's not going very well. I mean you can tell from that we've got a minus thing. So, what I'm going to do is start the scene. So, um, Bruce uh, Bruce wakes up uh, in a cave. Uh, we know as the audience this is what will soon become, well it kind of is the back cave at this point, but it's a base of operations for Bruce and his vigilante justice. Um, and it will become the uh, back cave, but right now it's just a cave filled with Wayne tech crates and uh, hold supplies that you can use and stuff, and 
Um, yeah, there's no computers, there's nothing that would identify it. It's pretty much just an empty cave with some medical supplies and stuff, and some workbenches with gear. So Bruce wakes up on the medical bench. Uh, before we continue, actually, I'm going to roll to see if anything crazy happens. Uh, oh my god! Is this our first interrupt scene? I think it is. It is! Okay, so, this is the first time this has happened. So this scene is going to be interrupted, so this isn't going to go anywhere near how I planned out. So I kind of planned this scene... This scene, for me, was just going to be getting me back in the game, getting all my wounds sewn up, sewn, yeah, sewn up my output. But that's not going to happen now, so now I've got to refer to the GM later to find out what the hell is happening now. Um, so... Let me look at the event focus table, and I rolled a uh, 62 on the dice. That means PC negative. So something bad happens to Batman. Well, Bruce. All right. So let's see. So um, we've got 88, which is control. So control. One control goals. Hmm. I think, judging by like the characters we've set up from other campaigns and stuff, Alfred's never been on board with the whole vigilante thing. So, <clears throat> while it's PC negative, it's going to have a negative uh, infliction on Bruce because Alfred is going to confront Bruce about this after treating his wounds. And say like, yo Bruce, this isn't good. Let's roll, so this scene will start off with um, Bruce waking up to see Alfred uh, sewing up his wounds. So let's have a look at Alfred Pennyworth's uh, character sheet quickly. So he's under Batman in the uh, DC Adventures handbook. Uh, so let's see, so he has um, treatment plus eight. How difficult would it be to mend Bruce's wounds, would I say? I'll say 15. So we've got to roll up with 15. Uh, that's three. Alright, the first one, he doesn't heal much. Second one. Sakawain doesn't heal much either. He's not really healing at all. Oh, man. I mean, I might as well try again, right? I've got all day. So he failed. Oh, I'm rolling awfully. Seven. That is not enough. Seventeen. That would do. Okay, there we go. So, Bruce is going to heal one hit point. Well, it's still not that great, to be honest. So I'm on 2 HP for this episode, pretty much. Unless I use my hero point to heal an extra one. But we'll see how it goes. And we'll see if that hero point will come in handy. Because what I've got planned for this episode, I'll probably need the hero point later. Alright, so... Um, as Alfred says, sewing together Bruce's arm. Uh, getting the bullets out and stuff. 
he's gonna uh, talk to Bruce and if you've seen the other campaigns I cannot do an Alfred voice to save my life. The thing about being a DM, definitely in a single player campaign, you've got to be good with accents and voices. Uh, unfortunately I'm awful at both. So Alfred's gonna be like, uh, sir, I disapprove of your methods to rid Gotham of its villainy. I think using your resources as Bruce Wayne, your father's son, would be much more efficient. Um, Bruce is like sitting on the thing, he's like, Bruce Wayne died a long time ago, when all sense lost my body. I can't quit now, Alfred. I built so much. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna do, actually, I'm gonna try as a Bruce Wayne to persuade Alfred. Um, so let me think of an argument. So, you don't understand, Alfred. I had my doubts too, not so long ago. But as a man, I can't save this city. There are many good men who have tried. And it all ends the same way. But as a symbol, as fear, I can live inside the criminal scum that plagues this city. When the mugger thinks twice, that's fear, Alfred. That's who I want to be. Um, he sounds a bit mad. Bruce isn't really good at that thing. I'm going to use it as an intimidation role rather than a persuasion role because that sounded more like uh, trying to scare Alfred, I guess. Let's have a look. So, what's my intimidation? Intimidation is so persuasion is uh, plus twelve. Intimidation is plus twenty-two. Jesus. And to convince Alfred is challenging. I'm gonna say it's formidable, so I need to roll above a 25, but I've got 22. Roll above a 3, and I do, I get 15. So, yeah, this, because Batman's so intimidating, how I'm gonna think about it as well, how I'm, how I'm picturing the scene in my head, um, is that Alfred's not yet, or like, totally convinced, and Bruce, after giving that speech about fear, is going to stand up. He's still quite injured and slump, like, not slump over, but you know what? It's surprising how well his stature is um, to say he's so injured. And he walks over to the workbench where um, basically it's got all the gear and also a batsuit uh, that's been made. Uh, in this universe, the batsuit isn't armoured yet, so it's literally just fabrics that's been sewn together to create the Batsuit that you can see if you're on the YouTube video that's what the animation is with Batman in Gotham. Um, so yeah he puts this on and I feel like this is where the intimidation kicks in. Bruce dawns the cowl for the first time, turns uh, to Alfred and um, gives him the, the typical back glare where his eyes squint at Alfred. And that's where the intimidation check comes from. 
and that uh, takes Alfred off guard. Even Alfred's afraid uh, of Bruce, and that convinces Alfred for now. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually bring, at the end of this scene, I'm going to bring Alfred's um, thing to equals, because it's at a plus reputation, but I'm going to bring it to equals, because I think that's damaged my relationship with Alfred. What's uh, dangerous is he's kind of like my guy in the chair, as Ned would say, from Homecoming. Um, so. 12 minutes in and that's the first scene done. That's quite an easy scene, but we're Batman. We've set up Batman. Uh, I think Alfred's um, going to finally grow the balls uh, to ask uh, Bruce, like, so you put on a cape and tights, but what's your plan, sir? What's your next move? And Bruce, now fully kitted out in the bat suit, first time speaking actually as Batman says, we take the fight to Falcone. We can tackle one of his operations. Maybe investigate his penthouse for anything that could be useful, as I need to create a bond between me and Gordon. That's my mission right now. Um, Alfred questions going on. I thought your mission was to put an end at crime. And uh, Bruce just replies, If you're going to fight a war, Alfred, you need soldiers. So, that's the end of scene one. Uh, and we're going to move into scene two. So yeah, for this scene, scene two, um, Falcone, uh, Carmine Falcone is holding a party for uh, his, uh, for himself, I'd guess. Um, in fact, let's add the, let's ask the GM emulator, is this party for Falcone himself? So currently we're at, uh, we're at Chaos rank 6, I believe, for the scene. We are, it went down after last time, because it didn't really go how I wanted it to go, but Yes, Chaos Rank 6, I'm going to say 50-50, and that's a 2, so an extreme yes. So an extreme yes, I'd say it's quite an important birthday for Falcone as well. I'd say, like, he's reached the age of uh, 50, maybe. Yeah, Falcone's quite old. We'll go 40-50, we'll go 50. So it's quite a big birthday, and loads of people in Gotham are invited, so... Uh, the penthouse that he lives in, Falcone uh, penthouse, would be quite crowded. Um, so yeah, Bruce Wayne's going to turn up in a limo. So a black limo rolls up outside the penthouse, uh, the building that it's in, and uh, the door opens as Bruce Wayne steps out. Now this is the first time that Bruce Wayne has made a public appearance um, in Gotham uh, since he was a child, since his parents were killed. Um, so obviously reporters are they going to recognize bruce to start off with hmm uh i'm gonna say uh somewhat likely 45 they do but it's not an extreme yes so um i'm gonna say like they're like asking questions and stuff asking like uh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne? Oh, oh god, and they're like trying to get an interview with him, going like, Bruce Wayne, where have you been all this time, and all that. And uh, 
Bruce is just going to smile and wave as he walks across, not answering anything, not even talking. Um, I'm going to have to play Batman playing Bruce Wayne, aren't I? I have an idea of how I'm going to do that. Because uh, obviously Bruce Wayne's the mask for Batman. Batman's not the mask. So, um, yeah, I arrive in the penthouse. Um, I'm guessing, is there a guard? Like, so we go up to the elevator, the room into the penthouse. Is there, is there a guard? Uh, I'm going to say near sure thing. So that's... Uh, 93 so there is as yes so I'm gonna say there's one guard and he's gonna ask if there's any weapons on me in which um, I'm gonna say no there isn't so I'm gonna roll the thing to see if anything alters me scene um, so this is an altered scene, so something will go differently, and it's a uh, carry pleasures. Carry pleasures is how this scene is going to be altered. What if I just brought alcohol? Because kind of what I was picturing was like Bruce Wayne's. He's got like a he's got this suitcase with him, well, like a briefcase. So maybe the guards like picked up on him, going like, "What's in the case?" And uh, Bruce Wayne goes, Oh, this. Well. And uh, he opens it up, and it's just full of like wine, expensive wines from his wine cellar. But however, the suitcase has a bit like a secret compartment where Bruce has hidden the bat suit, as it's just fabric. I've not brought any utility belt with me, so I won't have access to any gadgets um, in this. So I can only use unarmed combat. I don't have access to anything because it will trigger the metal detector. I mean, actually, and Bruce would know this, is there a metal detector? Because maybe we can carry weapons through. Um, let's say, well, near sure thing again, near sure thing. 26, yeah, there is, it's a yes. So yeah, Bruce hasn't brought any uh, weapons with him with his utility belt. So uh, the guard's happy. Is, is the guard gonna look through? The suitcase. I mean, this is Bruce Wayne. He's appeared out of like nowhere. You probably recognise him. Is he going to search Bruce Wayne's briefcase? I'm going to say that's uh, 50, 50, somewhat likely 85, and that's an 80. Yes, he will. All right. So let's go to the uh, the hero's handbook. So this guy is going to be a supporting character because I'm going to roll his perception. I'm going to say he's a he's a not a gang leader. He's a hmm. What would work? None of these would work for him. We'll just say a thug. We'll just say he's a thug. Um, so his perception awareness is zero and um, if we look at his skills his perception don't really have one so he's gonna have to roll without a modifier and to be able to find the bat suit if it's an apartment I'd say you'd have to roll above a 15 no above it above a 17 
and he rolls a 13. So close, but he doesn't find the bat suit, so I'm allowed into the party. So I'm going to um, enter this party, Falcone's 50th birthday party. Um, and there's loads of guests here, uh, inside. Is there anyone I straight away recognise, would you say? I'm going to say it's somewhat likely. And it's an extreme yes. An extreme yes. I recognise someone here. That must mean that it's... Um, that it's from my um, character sheet. Um, of people I've met. So it's either... Intent Howard Brandon, Detective Gordon, Detective Bullock. Well, Detective Gordon, Detective Bullock wouldn't be here. Um, Intent Howard Brandon or Melvin White. So it's between them. So let's ask the HR. I think it's more likely to be Melvin White. So I'm going to put somewhat likely uh, Melvin White, but it could be Brandon. In fact, no, Brandon. Hmm. Then why would Melvin White be here? Because, um, I guess he could be. Right, 71. So it's a yes. It is Melvin White. Um, so, uh, I don't really know him as Bruce Wayne. I only know him as, um, as, uh, Simon Dawes. My secret identity is one of the members of the Red, uh, the Red Hood Gang. Now Melvin's a part of the Red Hood Gang. I met him when I, uh, well, unofficially joined the gang. So, and they had a gang war with Falcone, which ended up with me getting shot multiple times. So what's he doing here? He didn't get arrested, so that's good. But I think Bruce's attention is going to shift from whatever's in Falcone's office. Why Mel Melvin's here? Um, I'm going to approach him and just ask, as a uh, Bruce Wayne. I've grabbed like a, a glass of wine from one of the trays or something, and I approach Melvin Wine, and I'm like, "Have I? Have I? <laughs> Have I?" <laughs> <laughs> Why did I talk like that? Okay. Have I seen you before? Bruce says. Duh. Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. Says Melvin. Are you Bruce Wayne? He asks. Depends. Who's asking? Bruce Wayne replies. Oh, it's, it's no bother of mine. Uh, I'm sorry, I'd like to chat, but I'm trying to find someone in the crowd. Um, so I'm presuming he's like looking around, uh, not making eye contact with Wayne. Do I recognise any other members of the Red Hood gang here? I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say it's very likely. Because... 32. 
it's a yes. Okay, so I'll say I see like two others. So there's like three here. I'm gonna say very likely because I doubt that Melbourne come here on his own <laughs> to Falcone's when like Falcone is trying to kill him. So what does this mean for? What does this mean for them? I'm gonna do a perception roll to see if we can figure it out. So if I go to my character sheet, what skill would this be? I would say it's like an expertise criminology. Would it be that? No, I'd say it's investigation. So plus 22. Can I figure out what's going on here? I'd say it's plus 30. So I need to roll an 8 above an 8. And I roll a 1. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so as of yet, I can't figure out what's going on. Okay, there's not enough here yet. Um, have they started attacking yet? I guess I'm still talking to Melvin White, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna do a perception check to see if I can see where the, um, where the Falcone's office is. So what's, uh, that would be an awareness check, uh, with perception skill. Uh, so that is... Uh, I think that's just a uh, 7 plus 7. So I'm going to go 15. So I rolled a 10 plus 7, so that's 17. So yes, I do see Falcone's office. Uh, I'm presuming it's being guarded. Let me just double check that. Uh, near short thing. Uh, it is being guarded. Okay, cool. Uh, by like two guards, I presume. So. Let's just reassess the situation. So I meant this party as Bruce Wayne, my first uh, public kind of like as Bruce Wayne, first time showing up in public. There's three members of the Red Hood gang, obviously plotting something, and I found Falcone's place, but it's good as the thing. Right, I'm going to ask: Is it have they started? Have the Red Hood gang started shooting yet? Oh no. <laughs> Oh no, 21, yes they have. So, um... Yeah, um... So, I noticed Melvin uh, put his hand in his pocket and pull out a Red Hood and uh, apply it on. Are there more Red Hood members than I first thought there were? I think it was somewhat likely. Yes, there is. Okay, so now they're put, all putting on red hoods. There's a, there's more members of the Red Hood Gang here than I recognise by their faces. And one of them's going to shout, Hey, Falcone, this is for the Red Hood. Um, or something like that. And he's going to open fire. Um, I can't really tell the direction of fire, I presume, as it's all the room's going to burst into chaos as everyone gets on their knees and starts screaming and running in different directions. I'm presuming, is there any, is there like a bathroom that I can run to? I'm going to say somewhat likely. Uh, 85. Um, no, there isn't. Okay, there's nowhere really to get changed, basically. Um, and I can't really get changed in the chaos. I don't really want to take out the Red Hood gang. 
Do I get involved with this? Should I just let it play out? See, my Batman is very different from Prime Love Batman. He's focused on his missions. He's not about like petty crime and stuff. He's coordinated. He didn't just patrol. He didn't patrol the streets of Gotham. He will plan attacks and execute them with precision, hopefully. So I don't think I'm going to get involved with this like little turf war that's going on here. Well, it's obviously revenge for Harkonnen hitting their place. Um, I'm going to try and find a place. I'm going to try and sneak into Falcone's penthouse. Well, Falcone's probably ran into his office and barricaded it. I'm going to say that's likely. I'm going to roll to see. Because this has got a lot more complicated. 64. Yeah, he has. So he's bolted into his office, Carmine Falcone. And um, it's being guarded by two henchmen. There's shooting going on. Um, what do I do? This is such a difficult choice to make because I've got to do something. I can't just do nothing. Um, now, why is this game so hard? <laughs> um, oh, if only Gordon was here. <laughs> I need to get that file from Falcone's office. And I can't do that with these guys shooting up the place. It would be an excellent diversion if it didn't force Falcone into his office. I'm going to take out one of the guards near me. I'm going to do an unarmed check to see if I take him out. And then I'm going to... Well, I'm going to have to do a... So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to try and stealth take down one of them in the chaos. Um, so I'm going to have to do an initi initiative roll. So these are against thugs, so their initiative is um, da, 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 plus one, and my initiative's plus eleven, so this should be fine. Okay, so that's nineteen, and that's twenty. Just, jeez, I got a really bad, I rolled a nine, so that was really bad, but I just managed to get in there first. And then I'm going to do an attack roll on my unarmed attack, so that's plus 20 to my die, and that's 4, so that's 24 against their um, their defence. And his defence is, um, let me add a little note actually, uh, a little, uh, I have notes? Oh, I have to highlight the paint time. there we go. Red Hood Gang. So there was, I'm going to say there's about five of them. Uh, the toughness is at three. Um, dodge and parry. Dodge is at 11, parry's at 12. So this would be against their parry, so I rolled um, 24, and that's easy going, so he needs to roll within his toughness to see. So he needs to get 3 or over, and he doesn't, he gets 5. Alright, so I successfully, so I've got him into this like grip and I've choked him out, unconscious. So there's 4 left, however I'm going to do a stealth check to see if anyone sees me do this. This was very stupid, but I trust my stuff, Joe. So I'm going to say it's a, I need to get a 20 or over. Um, well, a 30 or over. And I got 37. 
So yes, I'm still I'm still uh, still stealthy. Uh, I'm then gonna put the red hood's mask on while no one's really looking at me, and then I'm just gonna launch myself at one of the other red hood gang members. Uh, I'm still in stealth, so they can't see me. Um, so he's going to do a, a perception check against my stealth. So I rolled a 35 and one of them rolled uh, a 1. So I'll fine, I've snuck up on And uh, I'm going to roll my attack, so that's 30. So that's another hit, rolling in toughness. Rolled a 10, so that's another one down. So this time I'm not being stealthy. Uh, I, uh, or maybe I should be. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one out quietly as well. Uh, at least for now. So that's uh, against the perception. So that's uh, eleven. Yeah, I'm fine. So that's another one behind the dust secretly. So I've ran over. I've uh, put. An, I've silently took down another one. Uh, and there's three more Redford gang members. So Melvin's out. Melvin White. Another one. Three more. Uh, have they killed the? All right. Has one of them been shot? Um, I'm going to give it 50-50. Have one of them been shot by one of Maroon's men? Uh, I'm going to say 50. So that's that was Chaos Raptor. Uh, an extreme no. So neither has been hurt. Have uh, Falcone's men been hurt? Uh, no either. Okay, so it's been a pretty tight standoff. I've only been I've only been the one incapacitating people. Uh, no need to stop now. So they still can't see me. So another takedown. That's 32, so that's another hit, rolling toughness, 18, another one down, I'm just dropping them like flies, uh, they're not putting up much of a challenge, because um, I'm so good with unarmed, so that's HP 2. Um, last one, I'm just, I'm going to do another stealth check, uh, that's 30. Yeah, I'm still stealth. The last one I'm gonna knock out, uh, but I'm gonna make it loud. I'm gonna literally rugby tackle him into a glass uh, table and punch him while he's down until he's unconscious. So that's 31. That's another hit. Rolling in toughness. Uh, he rolled a 6, so it's not. So I've hit him to the ground. This alerted the last Red Hood man, but he's now realised that his whole gang's pretty much knocked out. Um, and he's gonna start shooting at me. So that's, um, he's going to shoot at me with uh, a pistol, so that's plus one to his roll, 19, uh oh, um, so it's a hit, but I roll within my toughness. How much damage does the pistol do? It does three damage, so my toughness is now at five, it's not too bad. So the bullet skims my arm, cutting it. I'm still running towards him. Now my attack. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna like, like hit him, strike him in the throat. Um, 
and then when he leans back I'm going to grab his feet from under him and um, then uh, use the weight as I fall down to not crush his neck but um, blame, like choke him out with my leg um, as I drop down on top of him uh, like one of the um, ground takedown moves from the Arkham games I guess um, which will be possible if he doesn't roll within his toughness and he doesn't so that's the last one out so after that whole conflict um, the Red Hood gang have been defeated, apprehended um, and I've also made it aware that I was the one who beat them up um, so yeah I, I presume Falcone comes out Uh, clapping um, and he goes uh, good one kid good one why does everyone look so miserable there's a party after all and he puts his um, cigar back in his mouth ah uh, you pointing at Bruce who's in disguise as a red hood member as he put one of the mask on to hide his identity Step into my my office. We have much to discuss. And that's how he's going to say it. Um, so yes. Um, is this where can I now access somewhere to get changed? Because this has been insane. And Falcone wants me in his office. And I need to get to his office without him being in there. Hmm. I guess it's near, like... Is there any way that I can sneak off to get changed if I ask the GM emulator? I'm going to say it's likely. 91, no, so just like before, there's nowhere to really go. Um, is any guard gonna stop me if I try to walk out? 96, no, they won't. Okay, I'm just gonna walk out with the red hood mask on. I've done a perception roll. I've got a good idea of the office and how it's structured. So it's a locked door into an office room that has like table, chairs, as a huge glass window that basically takes up a wall. Um, I can use that as an entrance point because it's not reinforced or anything. Maybe it should be. Maybe it will be after I visit. Um, but yeah, I'm going to exit uh, the building. And then, is there an empty alleyway that I can go in? I'm going to say likely again. This is a 25. Is that? No, it's not an extreme yes, but it is a yes. So there's an empty alleyway. I'm going to, going to go in and I'm going to get changed into the bat suit. Um, I've still got no gadgets on me. Huh. I guess I would have left it in the limo anyway. I would have had gadgets in case things went south. So um, I'm going to just call Alfred uh, for a quick uh, rendezvous point. So 
Alfred, change of plans. Things went south quickly. I'm going to need access to my utility belt and weaponry. My arsenal. Drop the limo off at this point. I'll be able to restock my supplies. And then take out. Carmine Falcon. No, no, he didn't want to take out. Then I'll be able to get the documents from Falcon's office. There's no point taking down Falcon because he won't be able to be prosecuted. And it will just make me a bigger target to end up in. Last time I crossed Falcone, I ended up nearly dead in a container in a harbour. So, <laughs> not doing that again. No, I went away. So, yeah, uh, limo comes in the boot, open it up, click, puts the utility belt on, grabs the grapple rope, and Alfred cheekily, <laughs> cheekily asks, like, Will you be needing any further assistance, sir? No, Alfred, I've got it. Cheers. But he starts uh, spinning his um, grapple grapple rope like a lasso and ching latches it onto uh, a, a lower a lower roof than the penthouse and starts climbing and that's how Bruce is going to do it it's going to like climb up so I'm going to have to do a skill check there aren't I so I'm going to say I need to roll above a, above a 20 uh, and that will be athletics so I've just got to roll above a 5 really Oh, it was nearly three, but 16, so yeah, I'm fine. I've climbed to the top of this building. I'm going to swing again. One more uh, climb, and then I'll be at the top of the penthouse building. So I throw the gra grapple rope. Ching. And let's try and climb it. So another athletics check. Looking for the same thing. Shit. <laughs> I failed. Here, I'm going to see the heavy weight rain. So this is the first time using the grapple rope in a in a field um, exercise, I guess. Uh, first time uh, using the grapple rope in the field, and with the rain and stuff, I start to lose my grip, um, and I'm failing to crawl. Is there uh, any anything I can? Is there an open window where I am? Um, or, or I'm going to say likely. 96 no is there any ventilation system i can crawl into uh like i'm gonna put uh, somewhat likely and i got 47 so there is okay i'm gonna have to can i kick that in i have to do a strength check above a five above a 10 and i rolled a 19 awesome so I'm kind of like losing my grip on this grapple rope as it's pouring rain. I notice that there's a vent near me and I uh, I start to jump because I'm like grabbed onto this rope walking up the wall pretty much. I start to jump against the wall to give myself some like momentum, give myself some momentum and then I manage to, uh, as I go into the wall, I manage to kick in the vent uh, and crawl my way inside. Um, I'm then going to have to try and navigate my way through. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to do an, a, a perception check. I've got to roll uh, above a 30. I need to roll above a 10 to figure out where I'm going. And I, uh, I got... Um, 35, so definitely above a 10. Well, I need to roll, I'm sorry, I need to roll a 10 on a dice. 
because uh, the modifier, I didn't really count. Um, but I rolled a 15, so that's fine. So I managed to find my way to Falcone's office. Now, I'm going to wait in this ventilation for a few hours. Um, so I'm going to wait for like up to three, up to an hour so far. Um, does Falcone leave his office at any point? 50. Um, so it's a yes. So he's going to, I presume, uh, jump out for a sec. I put it up 50-50. So, yeah. Um, so he like steps out of his office for a sec, maybe to use the toilet or maybe to fetch something, I don't know. All I know is I probably don't have long. So I'm going to uh, kick the vent in or place the vent out so I can drop into Falcone's office. There's no one here. I'm in a full bat suit with utility belt and uh, I'm going to do, I'm trying to find some sort of file to give to Gordon to help me. Whether that's like a document on his um, financial um, crimes or maybe like uh, a list of people he's paying in the GCPD things that can be useful, maybe something that would directly, uh, that directly links to Gordon. Not as in like Gordon's involved, as in like maybe it's uh, blackmail or something. Um, and I know the perfect thing for blackmail. Because, um, yeah, because in the year one comic, Gordon's cheating on his wife Barbara with some GCPD cop detective who then moves to a different precinct. So it wouldn't be that far-fetched to say that that's happened in this story. Um, so let's uh, let's have a look then. So um, perception. So I need to roll to see if I can find anything. I need to roll basically above five, fourteen. So that's fine. Um, so I find something. So I want to ask first off, is it something that's linked Gordon? I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> we know that Gordon's on Falcone's radar. Because as stated before, uh, Gordon once tried to make a move against Falcone and he ended up getting his, um, his wife killed. Wait a minute. <laughs> that means that he can't cheat on his wife. <laughs> he doesn't have one. Um, ah. Is it something linked to... I'm going to put unlikely. No, I'm going to put very unlikely. 52. So it isn't, it's just not linked to Gordon. Hmm. But, um, is there any, um, anything I can use to blackmail, uh, Lieutenant Brandon of the SWAT team? Yes, there is. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Uh, Gordon will be interested in that because he hates Brandon. Um, and I know Brandon because he uh, surrounded me at East End in episode one, and then I got away from him in episode two. Hmm. 
Let me take a swig of my water while I dwell on the situation. Hmm. Um. Is it that he's cheating on his wife? 50-50? An extreme yes. Holy crap. Like the most extreme yes you can get. I rolled a one. He's cheating on multiple people with his wife. And Falcone's used this to blackmail uh, Brandon if he ever got out of line. Alright, let's ask the thing. Has uh, Falcone re-entered his apartment yet? 28. Oh no, he has. I did it 50-50. Um, let's see if I hear him coming. I'm going to say it's a... It's a 20 a perception roll. Uh, I'm going to say I need to roll uh, above 30. 18 plus 20. Oh, actually, yeah, no, that's a great roll. Yeah, that's a 38. So I hear him coming, so I'm going to do a stealth check against Falcone. Now, Falcone uses the... Uh, the... Da -da -da -da, the Crime Lord stats. So his perception is a plus four. So he's got one, two, three, four. He's got 22 and I've rolled a 26. So I've just hidden the shadows of the room behind a, a plant pot. And Falcone's entered the room. Um, Is there, has he entered with anyone else? 50-50. Has he entered with anyone else? 99. Extreme no. So I'm going to say that he's probably like on an important call or something. Yeah, he's like on the phone to someone important. The door's shut. I'm going to say the door's locked because it's an extreme no. No one's here. No one's getting in. So it's just me and him trapped in this room. And the door's locked. I'm going to try and sneak up on him. Um, so that's seven plus his um, his thing. What was his perception again? I've already forgot. Ah, plus eight. So that's seven plus eight. So that's 15. And then I rolled a 36. So easily sneak up on him. I'm then going to... Um, grab the phone off him. I'm going to do that as an unarmed attack. So that's plus 20. In fact, um, yeah, I am going to. Um, so that's 11, so that's 31 against his defense. Uh, what's 13? So easily, so I slap the phone up. So no, I grab the phone with my left hand while then uh, holding my right hand to his throat. Uh, in a choke position, and I crush the hand. I uh, crush my hand. <laughs> I crush the phone in my left hand. I'm gonna go. Um, For far too long, you feasted on Gotham, stripped it of its resources, its money. But your feast is nearly over. As of tonight, you are not safe. Um.
I'm going to use this opportunity to interrogate him. I'm going to roll my stealth against the guards outside the room, Starfoot, to see if they've noticed anything. Um, uh, 25 against 10. So yeah, no, they haven't. They probably heard like a little bit of noise, but they, nothing that alarms them. Tell me what you know about the Red Hood, and I'll let you live. Um, I'm gonna have to do an intimidation check on him. Against, I'm gonna say against his will. So that's fifteen. His will. Um, but my intimidation's already higher than that. So I should easily be able to intimidate Falcone. Um, and obviously I do. Ah, hold on a minute. Jesus. Uh, what do I know about the Red Hood? He, he ordered a hit on me. He, uh, he knows that because we know we were there as Bruce Wayne. What else does he know? Does he know where the main base of operations is? 50-50. Uh, 35. Yes, he does. Uh, uh, I know where the base of operations is. If you let me live, I'll, I'll talk. Just don't whack me. Don't put me out the game already. You better give me a location. Or else I'm going to start breaking every bone in your body. Let's see how that works. Intimidation. 34. It works. Right. That is. And... Let me figure out where. It's 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 in the old chemical plant. Falcone says, uh, "Ace Ace Chemicals. It was abandoned because of safety regulations or something. They've been using it as a front, uh, selling drugs and weapons to Gotham's underworld." Stealing my customers and my clients. If you put them out of business, I could make it beneficial for both of us. Uh, Bruce is then going to release the the chokehold. Yes. Um, The only benefit out of this I'll get is watching you rot in a cell, Bruce says. And then he's going to throw the smoke on the ground. Uh, this is obviously going to alert the guards as they're going to come kicking down, like kicking down the door uh, as it's locked. And they come in with their guns and hopefully by then I've already gone. So I've used my smoke bomb to conceal myself so no one can see me. And I'm going to do an athletics check because I've thrown my grapple, um, my grapple rope back into the air vent to try and climb into it. That's an acrobatics check, I just gotta roll up with a five and I do with a nine. Uh, so I've climbed into this vault and I'm fine. And that's where this scene's going to end. So uh, in this scene it's gonna take place in the GCPD. It's gonna be a Gordon scene. So um Yes, I'm joined here with the co-host from the other episodes. Uh, we dragged him in, John. Yeah. 
I'm held hostage. Yeah. I'm into it though, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, we, we we did this take before. We had to redo it because uh my dog needed a wee. I, I, he needed an impact, I think. More I didn't need you know. to say that, but I wanted to just to point out that John managed. It does. Managed to do two different great jokes at the start of each one. I just presumed he'd do the exact same joke that he managed to do in each one. That's why I wanted to mention that. I've already forgotten what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So this takes place. Um, so yeah. So you're in your office in the GCPD at your desk. When one of you are, when one of the police officers uh, there uh, goes over and he's like, "Yo, the commish wants to see you." That's my uh, GCPD cop voice. Thank you. I'll, uh, I I haven't done this voice for like a week. I, I think I've got it right. Yeah, this was about what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, fellow officer, for confirming that. I. Oh no. You know what it's about? Uh, some pretty boy named Dent wants to talk to you. Do I know Dent? Uh, you know he's the district attorney of Gotham. Or one of them. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah, he is the district attorney of Gotham. So, yeah, but you don't know him personally. Yeah. So, like, surely this guy would also know the district attorney. Uh, yeah, he probably just wants to call him Pretty Boy. Fair enough. And do you um, really think most of GCPD's cops know, like, <laughs> political, I feel like, like... It's I mean, I feel like Falcone's boys know who the district attorney is. I yeah. feel like it's just it's fairly important information, you know? They they will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the um, chemicals ready. Right. Um, yeah. So... I'll go. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going and checking out. So, if you enter uh, Commissioner Loeb's office, Loeb being a corrupt police commissioner of the GCPD, um, he's there with Harry, uh, who's... So, the commissioner's sitting at his desk in the office, it's a cosy office, and Harvey's sitting on a chair on the other side of the desk, like he would in an office. However, when Harvey notices you, he stands up and goes, this is the, this is the cop that was there on the scene, right? Loeb? Yeah, Harvey. This is Detective Gordon. He's one of my best detectives in the force. Uh, Good to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Dent. Uh, well, uh, you too. Although, uh, reach out, shake your hand. I do want to say that um, I'm not. I'm not a happy man, Gordon. I'm very sorry to hear that. Why is that? Abigail Herman, that was the female you found at the docks. Uh, yeah. She was part of the. She was tangled with the Moroni family. She was a contact of mine that was feeding information from her. And I did ask Loeb, nothing happened to her. She must have been targeted. You say. Well, Loeb says you're the first on the scene. Were there any other cops there? Oh yeah, I was actually not the first on the scene. Uh, a bunch of people were there before me. I believe they were patrolling the area first. Right. Um, 
Okay, we're gonna need to talk to them then. Uh, do you have any idea who killed my contact? As far as I'm aware, I haven't come across anything yet, have I? But I don't know what's happened in between. Presumably he's been working on it in the background. Yeah, but to know... Although now you know that it's... That. You didn't even know it had anything to do with Moroni. Dents just gave that away. Yeah. I'm afraid I don't. I, there were no eyewitnesses. Murdered... Uh, murdered miles away from where we found her. We're still you... looking into it, don't worry, Mr. Dan, and when we find out who did this, we'll let you know. Well, I hope you're not getting paid to say that. Need more good cops Absolutely. in the city. Absolutely not, I'm not one of those. Oh, gonna need information within a week or so. I can't just have one of my leads terminated and not have anything show up because of it. If we play our cards right, if we play our hand, I should be able to, uh, well, take action on Moroni against whatever killer killed Abigail. Maybe they had an incentive to do so. It could give us one step closer to busting Moroni's crime circle, or maybe even Falcone's if he's involved. I'm sure you know about the conflict between those two. Of course. I mean, haven't you... If you want to take an active part in the investigation, that could be very useful. Uh, I've not been able to find anyone who even seemed to know Abigail. You're the first person who does. Roll charisma. Okay. Uh, my charisma is... I, it's not... I don't have a charisma stat now, do I? Uh, it's, um, like... Intimidation or what? Yeah. Just have to draw a d twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just a d twenty, not like in the. Okay. Well, I got ten. Do uh, presence. So that presence. Uh... Is that? Is yeah, it? that's the last one on the your main stats. It's PRE on your main oh. stats. Oh, okay, so, so I got 13 total. Oh, there's a plane going over. Alright, that's now. enough. Can you hear the plane? I, you I can, can actually hear, hear a plane absolutely. as well. You don't know it's the bat plane. Yeah. I know it's the bat okay, plane. Fair enough. You, you've only just become was, Batman and you yeah, haven't yet? Like... Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I have a. I have a car that's basically the batmobile but it yeah anyway it's pretty much like the original <laughs> like original batman had that didn't he it was basically yeah. just like a nice car at the time and it was red as well this one's black though but um mm. so yeah um so sorry yeah right uh possibly i'm pretty busy at the moment with the whole red hood incident uh Course. If you if you have any files, put them to my office. My uh, secretary should be able to have a look through and give me the documents I would probably find most interesting. Okay. You've got to forgive me though for not being too uh, open. No one in my office knows about uh, my contact, uh, Abigail. You know what this? Of course, like. you have to keep this private. You know, you can't know who to trust these days in the in the. In, in the force. I understand that, absolutely. Oh, Gordon, you seem like a 
good man. Let's see if that holds true. And he does this time actually hold his hand out for the handshake rather than last time where he kind of just ignored you. Yeah, my hand's been out this entire time, so I I, I just shake it. Um, this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I shake his hand. Uh, Lope, who's like poured like pulled out a whiskey bottle and is pouring uh, uh, two drinks, presumably one for him and one for Dent. Is like, all right, Gordon, you can go now. That's all we want. I just want to ask one last thing. Wait, do I actually have any? idea of a connection between I forget what happened when the vigilante helped but do I have a connection between the vigilante and the Red Hood gang or not um no what he is in like do you know the vigilante is trying to hunt down the Red Hood gang yeah well like because when I when I heard that I thought well, you, you the vigilante right, you don't even know if he's a good guy or a bad guy because all you saw well, exactly. was that he was attacking police officers then when you came over, you found him in a container. And you tried to yeah. arrest him, and he attacked you. Like, he does not so have... He like... Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't so... think he mentioned Red Hood Gang, if that's what you mean. Well, what was the situation where he got shot? Was he just like... It was He got shot while the police were chasing him, so he was swapped by... Yeah, but why were the police chasing him? Sure, like... Um, um... Because he was involved in a turf battle between Moroni, Falcone, and the Red Hood Gang. So it's difficult to pinpoint whose side he was on. I doubt anyone presumed that he's on his own side because None, one man against I think because of that, I think that's enough to like make it like a bit of a connection. Besides, he, he's already shown to know some stuff. So I'm genuinely going to ask because I feel like it's something I would anyway. So I'm going to ask him uh, I'm gonna, one last thing. I'm, no, I'm going to ask you to do an intelligence check so you can make the connection. So I do think like okay. it be a bit more difficult okay. without you because obviously you know when you're like well gordon so um i i, so just I got 20 I got, all right i got 21 i rolled that's a enough yeah that's enough yeah that's a great roll um so yeah you do so you can ask the question so you do make a connection that it's possible okay. yeah one last thing you say you're looking into the red hood gang i don't suppose you know anything about this vigilante going around the vigilante this is gotham <laughs> Uh, there's a few vigilantes running about. You're gonna have to be more yeah. specific. Uh, he got caught up in like that, uh, no, like three-way turf war. Yeah, presuming you heard about it as the DA, he got shot by the police. I wonder. Yeah, I also heard another incident at Falcone's office last night. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, he looks over to Commissioner Lope, who's, like, pouring the, uh, taking a swig from his glass and goes like, you know what, maybe a conversation for another time, Detective. Um, yeah. Hi. What, what, what? Did that answer the question? I know he can't, he's a bit scared of opening up to anyone, Harvey. That's absolutely, like, no, I think I kind of get that, I, yeah. And if you're telling it to, you don't, you really only want to tell information like that to one person at a time anyway, just because, that you know, you Loeb want to know exactly is... your lead. Loeb, Commissioner Loeb is literally Carmine Falcone's right-hand man. Like, they have dinner together and stuff, so, like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's a bit uneasy being in the office, let alone talking about something that could get him shot. <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like, so I, his I really know that kind something... of gave you your answer in a way. Um, kind of, yeah, like something happened with Falcone, but I don't really know what else to do with it. Like, right, Gordon, I think you overstayed your welcome, says Lope as he puts his glass down. I'll be of business to discuss. Of course, uh, didn't mean to intrude. All right, thank you for your time. I look forward to working with uh, working with you in future. I hope. I'll send my number to. Uh... Is it Bullock? Yeah, that's him. Right, I'll be seeing you around, Detective. Thank you. You too. All right, I'll leave at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, that went better than I thought. I'm going to add Harvey Dent to your thing, and I'm going to put him at a... I'm going to put him as a positive. Yeah, equals. okay. He's a very... No him as an equals because he's a very untrust like he doesn't trust a lot of people so i will put it yeah you probably... that's like that's fair no i mean absolutely he was like he was iffy like he he kind of i feel like if it wasn't like yeah i feel like he would have he would have dealt with charm like uh it's me calling myself charming there but he would have dealt with people um yeah, who he, seem perfectly he said, he even before. To you, didn't he like um, that's what they all say when you said, like, no, I'm one of the good ones. So, yeah, he's... Yeah. And Harvey's like, been I in this town get, a while. Like, you can't trust everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in equals, you're putting him at, right? Yeah, I'm going to put him as an equals. So, like, he's not fully made up his mind yet, basically. He's like an acquaintance. That's, that's great. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, so you exit uh, Loeb's thing. Um I forgot to see if this scene's uh, interrupt or an alternate scene. Um, we should have a look at that, shouldn't we? Let's see. It's an eight, so it isn't. The scene goes perfectly as planned. Um, okay. Uh, we're not going to end the scene here, though, um, as I think it's uh, you're going to go for a smoke on the rooftops, right? Because we've set up another scene yeah. that takes place in this. I have such a tobacco addiction, I sure do need to go up to the roof. I'm doing the Julie voice, I didn't even mean to. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry, don't say. Um, so yeah, you make your way to the roof and you light your cigarette when you hear a voice from behind you go, Detective Gordon. As you turn... I turn around. You see, uh, a... it's kind of like, obviously it's night again. The whole Falcone incident you heard about was last night, so the night before, and it's currently dark out. So he's kind of in shadow. You can't really tell. You just notice that he seems to be wearing some like costume with pointy ears, and you can see the purple uh, bat symbol. Um, so yeah. Um, do I recognize his voice? Do you want to do a check? I'm gonna say I'll do, like. I'll do a check. Batman didn't really Lucha, talk too much last time. Yeah, so I'll he give it a try and like chat. talk about my wife. I which I I'll like make it rattling around my head. Yeah, he just have like an out like I know like I play all the voices, but he his voice would stand out to other people's voice. Um, and he's not changed or anything. I'll give it a perception roll, so plus eight. 
Okay. Oof, that wasn't good. Uh, 17 total. It's enough. It's enough. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, you do recognize his voice as the vigilante from earlier. You again, I'd say. I recognize him, so I'm just gonna act like I don't recognize him. You again. I think so you've got an outfit now. Yeah, I think that's like an appropriate reaction, so, like to someone who first was like bleeding out and then like, no, oh, well, now he's got bat ears, like cool. Yeah. I, I think sort I'm of waiting for your response here. I think yeah. I'm just <laughs> that comment. Uh, just <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think you would. Yeah. I have information that could be useful. He throws a file on the ground in front of your feet. Like paper files held together with a paper clip. Yeah. I found I these in found these in Carmine Falcone's office in his penthouse. Uh, as you look at through it, you notice that it's blackmail that Falcone must have been holding against uh, Lieutenant Brandon and how he's cheated on his wife with multiple women. Um, I guess that's been enough to keep Brandon in check. That and money. Yeah. Um, it's your choice. What do you want to do with that detective? I see. And how exactly did you get this information? That's not important. Is is that I also got the location? of the Red Hooded Gang. Marconi spilled the information. Uh, the Red Hood Gang are using the Ace Chemicals plan as a front for their operation. I've infiltrated one of the teams. They operate in smaller squads. However, it seems like the main platoon of thugs Ace chemicals is their thing. Although I do recommend not busting in until I've scouted the area and found out how many people are there. I'm thinking as I'm saying this, you probably don't believe me. This is like a lot. Obviously, like outside of it, obviously I've got this information. I've interrogated Carmine Falcone, but it was difficult. Mm. Um, I've got this information, but I don't think Bullock, uh, sorry, Gordon would be very like, oh, okay. Bear in mind, already. Yeah, like I. Minus. And you pretty much hate this guy for mentioning your wife. Yeah. Um, How do you feel with the blackmail? Yeah, I'm gonna, like, Tell me through, like, what Gordon would be feeling or something. Or at least what you think Gordon would be feeling. Okay, so I'm still skeptical about it. I was about to say, like, um, the thing is. Yeah, I might hate him for it, but the thing is, I, I, I don't trust this guy, but I don't trust, like, anyone particularly. Like, um. Yeah. In fact, I probably was a bit too trustful with um, with done. Harvey Dent and Fenn, but yeah. um, I didn't really think about it. Harvey, uh, but... Harvey does have the thing where he's like Gotham's white knight. So like he does like yeah, probably... he's just immediately charming. Yeah, you would <laughs> probably have that prejudice, prejudice. Yeah, with uh, Harvey anyway. Yeah, but... but also like 
you know, everyone is, like, everyone seems to be involved with, like, Falcone, and Falcone killed my wife anyway, so, like, this guy could, but, uh, yeah, he commented about it, but, like, the thing is, I hate everyone for it. Like, I don't think it's, at this point, like, I'm not holding that against him specifically. I So, that's my feeling about it at the moment in regards to him. But, in regards to, like, the information, I'm still, like, skeptical i haven't like gone through it in detail yet i don't i i, I doubt i would have gone through it in detail so i don't know how legitimate it is um that's actually like a fair question here um in the sort of era that we're in i i believe like you know, photoshop would be a fairly regular thing for people to like yeah like, that's like a doctored images and stuff this would be this takes place in so if we were like but to, this is like 19, uh, 2016. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's generally not that long ago. Yeah. Plus, I feel like Wayne Tech, Wayne Tech also seems to like have maybe more advanced tech as well. Yeah, that's available. yeah. I mean, Batman eventually yeah. gets a grappling hook, so. I don't know whether that's like the best example of future yeah, tech, good... but yeah. Well, Batman doesn't really. I try to keep it grounded for this, so I guess. Mm. Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, yeah, because like, sometimes it's just like weird. Um, so, okay, you'd probably want to ask him questions, I guess. Yeah, thinking about like what what questions I'm gonna ask though. Um, hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say pretty much like kind of what I said to you here, but it's like I'll I'll explain it. Says it. Okay, look here, bad person i need to i don't really trust anyone around here i barely trust my own partner and i've worked with him for a while because the thing is no one in this city police citizens anyone no one can be trusted so i'm gonna need some pretty good reason to trust you and if you've not got that then we might have an issue I see. Wait for my signal. Then he um, turns and jumps off the roof. I like run to the edge like I'm like uh, Princess Jasmine. Like, <gasps> <laughs> and you look down and he's completely disappeared. He's like, I'm asking you to trust me. <laughs> I would too. That's the line from Batman Begins that I like. I was kind of hoping I'd be able to say it, but yeah. I'm going to say, do you think our relationship's the same or do you think it's equals like Harvey Dent, where you no longer trust or don't trust? It's your truth, I, Yeah, no, it's don't equals. I, I, I think it's, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't trust him fully. Like, he, I feel like in this situation, it's like Harvey Dent and me, but it's sort of flipped. Uh, I think... I'm I'm in Harvey Dent's position where I'm skeptical about him, but he definitely seems to trust me. Mainly because he knows way more about me than I know about him. So yeah, I think he would have studied. Yeah, he would have studied your reports. He would know your whole. Uh, what's it? Um, why did I put that further? He would have known your uh, whole uh, job history. What's the word? Um, you know what I mean. Resume? Yeah. Well, you 
probably yeah, will. Like he know he knows my he knows my breast. Yeah, he knows what happened to my wife and like okay. yeah. yeah. Does his research. And like you said, I don't mm-hmm. think you would trust the like the thing he gave you, the pictures of like uh Brandon too much in a way. But you, it's something you can use, I guess. In fact, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put it on like your inventory. If you have any yeah, sure. Any do. I'll just put it at the bottom. I don't have an inventory here, but you can just keep track of that for me. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put it in my threads on. that I've got the uh, the thing, even though it doesn't really make sense. Um, one of your threads, actually, from the end of this is um, more acquaint, like if you get a better relationship with Harvey Dent. Like that's what you wanted to do anyway, right? Work with Harvey Dent. It's one of your friends. Oh yeah, yeah. I want I want to work with Harvey Dent, and like, um, and I want to identify like, I want I. The thing is, I feel like he would realistically not trust him until he knew exactly who he was. Uh, this bat person, as I called him. Um, like I feel like this isn't gonna yeah. That he, I, because I, I think I'm just not gonna like stop until I know exactly who, um, uh, he, he is until like unless he shows his trust in some other way. But I, I think that's sort of the way I'm gonna need to know him. And then like if he explains who he is, and then it just comes to, it's gonna be a difficult thing to balance though because it's gonna be like, I'm gonna need to know that he's Bruce Wayne, but then he's also gonna need to make sure that that actually does get me to trust him enough not to then tell the world he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I don't think he'll come clean about his identity. Mm. Um, because well, he I'm wouldn't, not sure he wouldn't, he will, but... Yeah. I mean, Batman but wouldn't I might view himself as Bruce Wayne anyway. Like, if anything, no, Bruce Wayne would say he's Batman. Like... Batman wouldn't say he's Bruce Wayne. Still, the point stands that they are one in the same yeah, no, I agree. person yeah, yeah, yeah. a different identity. Like, as yeah, a being, so, like, I think they're mixed. Like, and just like what happened to him, and like, because I'm gonna need to. Know you do have like, if you yeah, you do have the potential in this campaign to figure out Batman's identity. Not like That's it's never stated in other in. things whether Gordon knows or not. So, so thank you for joining us. Uh, this. Sunday or Wednesday for watching. That's been uh, episode three. I think we're on. Um, so yeah, more to come. We're thinking of carrying on the Batman story afterwards, me and John, going into year two and year three after doing year one. Uh, the plot thickens, so Bruce knows um, where the uh, Red Hood gang operates, so he's close to busting them, what was a goal for the campaign. It's something I need to do before the campaign ends. Our relationship's getting a little bit better with Gordon. I think we've at least mended it a bit, but we're not in good relations at all, um, as John says. So, yeah, more to come. Next episode, we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Catch our other podcasts as series. 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 Catch our other episodes. <laughs> It, uh, we do podcasts, a lot of podcasts. So we do the Forgotten Fate, we do tournaments, we do fight. Uh, the Forgotten Fate campaign is very good. 
I mentioned before, this bit I'm recording now, I've done after the I've recorded the most recent Forgotten Fate, uh, episode 4 of that, has a great finale. Something I didn't plan on happening. A beautiful finale. Uh, John really outdoes himself in that. So, yeah, watch that. Watch the rest of this. Subscribe on YouTube to the equivalent on any others, whatever provider you're using to listen to us or watch us. And we'll see you, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Uh, bye for now.